Good afternoon. This is Arlo Johnson coming to you from Vernon, British Columbia at about 3 p.m. on Saturday, the 24th of February. Hope everything's finding you well and uh, that things are okay where you are. <clears throat> so, uh, to start off, I started thinking about uh, a couple of things and uh, one of them was the idea, you know, that uh, things are permanent and all this stuff and nothing changes and, you know, it really, really is not true. Uh, everything changes, really does. But what uh, I'm going to mention in, God says in, uh, in uh, I think it's in Revelation or someplace, <clears throat> that I make everything new. I make a new heaven and a new earth. And in the new uh, earth there will be no sea. That's, a, that's a, quite a bit to swallow right there. <clears throat> I've mentioned this before. I didn't pay really much attention to that. And I don't think most people do. I'm going to create a new heaven and a new earth. That means that this is not permanent. We're on a temporary deal. And that's got to resonate somehow. After all, we don't own anything. We're just here. And we're here for just a short period of time. Now, when God says, I create a new heaven and a new earth, he doesn't say, what kind of an earth? Bigger earth, smaller earth, whatever. But there will be no sea. It's like you got to look at some clues here to figure out what's going to happen. <clears throat> in the book of Revelation, it discusses, uh, I think it's in chapter 20 or something like that, uh, verse 20, I think, ah, chapter 20, that <clears throat> the uh, city of God that, he, that Jesus said that he's building and uh, that it will descend on this planet. Now, right there is, uh, you got to stop and say, just a minute, well now, I, you know, I believe everything that God said and what Jesus said. I believe every single word of it. The only thing I, I got to understand what he's saying. And uh, this uh, city of God is so large, it's so big, that it wouldn't fit in, in this planet we live on now. It wouldn't fit in the continental United States. From the Canadian border to the Caribbean uh, or Sea, or not the Caribbean Sea, but, well, the Gulf. Couldn't fit. It'd be hanging over out in the Gulf. Now, that's, that's according to the size of this planet. And this planet's not that big. It really isn't. 4,000 mile diameter, or, or radius. $8,000 diameter. 8,000 mile diameter. <laughs> and, uh, so it won't fit on this planet. 
never, never you goddamn said it won't fit. You just said this is the planet, the city that I'm going to bring down, and that's going to be the city of God. He didn't say where it was going to land. Now, there are those who have done calculations on this, and I had, well, I still got it, I guess, a couple pages long. Uh, what it would take, what size the earth has to be for that city to sit on a flat plane. On this planet, the, the north and south gates would be 70, 70 or over 70 miles off the surface because of the curvature of the earth. It's such a big city that on this planet, it's too big for this planet. Now, when he says, I'm going to create a new heaven and a new earth, and there'll be no more sea. Well, where's the water going to go then? I mean, I don't know. But, if you, they said that it will take, this planet would have to increase in size. Three by three hundred and sixty-six times what it is now in volume. It'll be the biggest, uh, biggest planet, biggest thing in the universe. Now, if that's spread out like that, uh, where would the original water go? It would just, it, it would just be thinned right out so that when you wouldn't have, have any. But uh, the idea that the Earth is going to going to uh, end up being uh, purified by fire, the whole planet. You have to think in your mind, this whole planet will be one big burning ball. Purifying itself. Because God is pure. And he can't come to a planet that has been <laughs> buried in sinful things and whatever. He can't be that. It has to be brand new, perfectly pure and I guess he decides that he's having the main it's going to be the main house in the universe it's going to be the big place and obviously when that happens it's going to be big big now why would it be that big why? Why does it have to be that big? Well, for one thing, to handle the city that he's developing. But the other thing is, of all these people that could be, the more I think about it is that, you know, God is capable of doing whatever. And uh, he might make a way for a lot more people to be Saved in different levels and different whatever. Maybe so many in the city of God and so many outside the city of God in certain ways, terms, 
whatever uh, he says that it's his his will, his wish is that none will perish. Well, I think there will be those who will perish because there are those who just absolutely, you know, will not accept him on any terms. So they would have to perish. But uh, the uh, it's, uh, it's such a mind-boggling thing to me that people hold a human race, wanders around, get up this morning and have something to eat, and blah, 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 go to bed, get up, get up, and lay down again. They don't, they don't think about things like that. Like, I mean, God is plainly saying that this is temporary. This is temporary. You're on a temporary planet for a reason. Make up your mind which one you're going to choose. Follow. I'm giving you the chance to be a permanent person. Right now you're not. You're not a permanent person because you, you're born on this planet as a, as a <coughs> physical person and you wear out and you die. During that period you have the opportunity to make a decision greater than yourself by far. And I have to say that I learned, I didn't learn it, I, I knew it somehow when I was about 15 years old and I remember that plainly that I said to myself you know, because I was wondering about things like that at, the, at that age. And I said, you know, it's got to be that I'm here to make a decision about something. And I imagine I, went, I knew it was a decision about God and who God was. Because by 15, I had been going to church and Sunday school and stuff like that for years. So I guess, you know, it, I, I imagine that's why I'm talking like this today. It's because I went to Sunday school and buggy me and my pony and whatever by myself. So there must have been a reason for it. I don't know, but I'm quite sure there was. And I'm quite glad it was. I mean, I, I realize sometimes that things have happened to me in my life, good and bad and I guess some of them were training deals or something. They were pretty tough. But anyway, the thing is, I want to leave a message to, to you today that I think really a person has to buckle down and realize how temporary we are. Very temporary. I mean, you know, you can be here one day and gone the next. It seems like, and that most likely happens every day to someone. I see it all around me. But I think you realize that uh, when it comes to somebody's death, for instance, they say, did you hear George died? 
Oh, no, is that right? Oh, my gosh. George died. He died. When did he die? Uh, day before yesterday. Oh, my God, too bad. That's too bad, eh? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, could you pass the potatoes, please? That's about as long as people care about that. Because <laughs> it doesn't happen to them. It happens to someone else. I mean, that's what people think. I mean, they don't think. They, th that's how the mind works. <laughs> you know, uh, it, 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 uh, well, I shouldn't say, I imagine God laughs at the things that happen to people and what people do. I'm quite sure he does. And uh, to think that he went through all this trouble just to have sons. That's the whole thing. There's no, no other reason for this world than everything else. God wanted sons. <laughs> and I think uh, women, <laughs> women are a little jealous of the fact that he wanted sons. Well, there's a good reason for that. God does not want two different sexes to live forever in his kingdom, to be fighting, battling, and jealousy. Doesn't need it, doesn't want it, doesn't need the womb, there's no more births. And so the women will not be going to heaven as women. Or be, you know, reborn into his kingdom. They will reborn be reborn the same as if I went there I, they will be the same if I'm reborn I'm not going to be the same as I am it be a different different kind of person what I've seen or read some places that the sons of God will be like 20, 20 22 year old males roughly and that's the age and whatever, I guess, most of them will look like. And so what's hard about that? You just go there, that's what you, you're reborn to that too. Same as the man is. Both reborn. They're not, not the same as they are on the planet Earth. But you can bet that there'll be a lot of women won't like anybody saying that, even if even if they know in their heart that that most likely is true. I said to uh, somebody today at noon, looking around in the dining room, and I said, you know, there's no women wearing dresses in this room. There's no women uh, basically doing their hair up, except there's a few that have a permanent of some kind. <clears throat> and I said, they're all wearing pants. Men, same as men. And I said, I don't know, I guess it's handier, they think it's handier that way. Like, they only, they only, what they do is they pull their hair up in a bun at the back and put a rubber band around it and call it good. And I, psh, they all do that now. Well, I shouldn't say all, but 90%. And, uh, you know, when I grew up, people, women especially, they looked after themselves. They had 
curled up hair stuff, whatever, and dresses and dressed up and you know, they were they were treated different too. Yes. God even says that uh, women are not to wear men's clothes. I don't think too many people pay attention to that, do you? No. But it's it's there. It says don't do it. You're supposed to be separate and different, which you are. And now you're jealous of men and want to prove that you're the same as men. Well, good. But that gets into be such a common thing that now a woman with a dress looks out of place, practically. But they sure look a lot better. Anyway, things change. That's why the, everything changes. And I, and I don't think... I think over the period of time that I've been around, I can't say that that uh, a lot of things have been changed for the better. They're not. They've changed more. They've changed more for convenience or you know style, I guess you could say, or whatever. But usually, no. Homes and families have not improved. That's they've they've gone down. There's no more real families. Well, I mean, there's bound to be some, but uh, on a scale is is just you know I see it in my own background in my own families. We had big families when I grew up. Now they're just dispersed and gone. Most of them are not getting married anymore. They're living with each other or whatever, and there's gays, and there's whatever. And there's no big families anymore, none at all. I can go back out now, and which I'm going to do in April if I can make it, and uh, there's less and less and less about what I'd call a, a family community. Less and less and less, and the older people are just disappearing. And the younger ones aren't doing the same. They don't keep the same kind of family. In farming communities, it's not as bad as in cities. Farming communities still try to have, have a family of some kind, I believe. I'm quite sure. Because <clears throat> it's conducive to having a family. But I think we're seeing the we're seeing the last Edges of, uh, well, um, family life, that's for sure. Uh, I, you know, I, I've always visualized a thing where things get so bad that uh, people refer, revert back to, like, the, uh, the uh, survival of the fittest. And people just come and take whatever they want from anybody else and say to hell. And I think that will happen because there's things happening already. You know, we don't have the clue that we'd have, have a food shortage or something like that. It can happen. It can certainly happen in this this country too. Sad to say, but 
hopefully, hopefully all this will be over in a, well, it won't be a short time because nothing's come up yet. The bell hasn't rang yet. When the bell rings, you know, you got seven years and that's, that's the end of it. Bango, that's it. <laughs> yeah, seven years and that you're going to be in the tribulation when it starts. And you have to go through seven years. The first three and a half are supposed to be very, you know, good. Because the Antichrist is going to lie his way around and do all his stuff till he's got everybody where he wants them. And then he's going to put the hammer on. And then, then it's the real tribulation. And once that's done, it's all finished. That's This earth part is all finished. Christ comes back and puts a damper on everything, rearranges everything for a thousand years. A thousand. And if you're one of the ones who, who is resurrected at, at his return, You'll be working under him, with him, and for him. Not a bad job. A good job. Well, here's hoping I see you in the in the employment lineup. <laughs> you never know. It's been offered. It's there for people to accept. And. You know, it's hard to, for me to think how people can refuse. That's what's really hard. But anyway, time to go. Time to say goodbye. I'll see you again. And in the meantime, God bless you.